Welcome to Tax Avoidance is Legal on TalkZone.com, the show that's here to make the topic of taxes fun and interesting while providing great advice for individuals and small business owners on how to mitigate their tax liabilities. Now, here are your hosts, Craig and Belsis Smalley. Good afternoon, listeners, and thank you for joining us on Tax Avoidance is Legal. I'm your host, Belsa Smalley. And I am your host, Craig Smalley. And this is week 14 of our show, and we're really excited to be uh, live on the air with you. And as the intro uh, told you, we've decided to make the topic of taxes fun and interesting. And uh, I beg you, don't change the channel. We try to make it as fun as we can. So uh, stay tuned and listen in. We're, we have a great topic today. Yeah, so this week we're uh, back live, and uh funny story happened last week. We were on vacation, and um, I'm a sleepwalker, so uh, what happened was my uh, my laptop was on the floor, and I broke it and cracked it, and I didn't realize it until an hour before we were supposed to be on the air, so there was no possible way we could go on the air last week, but... This week, we're going to be talking about reasonable compensation. So if you have a corporation, you really, really need to listen to the show. And as Belsus mentioned, we're live on the air, and we're happy to take calls. The call-in number is one eight 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 go for it or one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. You can also email us at info at taxavoidancelegal.com. Now, I know that we're talking about confidential stuff and we get a lot of email. So use that email because Belsis checks them all throughout the show. I sure do. And I'm glad you uh, were honest and admitted to your uh, sleepwalking ways because uh, let me tell you folks, a lot of, a lot of us at the house got blamed for that cracked laptop until we realized he probably did it himself. <laughs> yes, it was me. It was me. <laughs> well, before we move forward, I just want to stress that the uh, advice given on tax avoidance is legal, is general in nature. Craig W. Smalley, EA, and CWSEAPALLP and their associated entities cannot be held responsible for the advice given on this radio show. You should always consult your tax and or legal advisor. And uh, as Craig mentioned, I do check the email throughout the show. So if any of you guys uh, didn't get a chance throughout the week to email in your questions, you can do so by going to our website at www.taxavoidanceislegal.com. Um, or you can send your emails to info at taxavoidanceislegal.com. And any emails that I receive through Wednesday, we definitely feature on Friday's uh, live show. Um, and uh, even throughout the show, we try to make sure we squeeze in as many of those uh, questions as we can. Um, our show is sponsored by uh, CWSEAPA. We are a nationally recognized brand of accounting, tax, and financial services, and you can always reach us at 1-844-CWSEAPA or 844-297-3272. And our sister company, Tax Crisis Center, LLC, uh, we are the nation's premier tax resolution firm. And uh, Tax Crisis Center can be reached at 1-855-IRS-2911. So, Bell, so I want to brag for a minute here, you know. Our son, Grego, he uh, graduated high school last week. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, and, you know, college is right around the corner, and this summer he will be working for us as an intern, and he's already gone this entire week being an intern. So how do you grade him? Uh, so far, I think he is getting an A from me. He's doing pretty good. All right, <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Well, this is kind of funny. What happened one night was uh, Gregory uh, happened to hear me on the telephone uh, giving it to a um, an IRS uh, officer. He was trying to get me something that I knew that uh, was out of the rights of my client. So uh, I had the guy on speakerphone and the guy was yelling at me and I was yelling right back at him. And Gregory was really excited. He was like, how often do you do that? And I told him, I pretty much do that daily. So he decided he wanted to go to school to be an accountant. Yeah, I mean, um, we're really excited about that. I, I think that uh, daily might be an exaggeration, but uh, I know that... Uh, uh, I know how you get when you're sticking up for clients, so I'm sure that it was quite an exciting uh, conversation he got to hear. <laughs> well, the guy was out of his mind to think I was going to drive for four hours without written notification. So, Yeah, that's not going to fly. But uh, nevertheless, uh, Gregory is now a high school graduate, and we're really proud of him. 
Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. And um, we're probably going to do a show on how we paid for his colleagues, but that's another show for another thing. Uh, yeah, I really think it's actually quite amazing. Um, you don't want to explain a little bit about how we did that, how we paid for uh, well, Gregory yeah. and his brother's college. I think it's something that uh, could be useful for our audience to hear. Well, well, when the boys were younger, um, I hired them to shred documents, clean up around the office and other things, and I paid them a salary. And then their salary went directly into something called Florida Prepaid College, and it also went into a college 529 plan. So... Um, you know, um, his college is paid for and, and all they have to do now is just show up. Yeah, it was really a very smart thing that you did. And, uh, I'm certain that they are going to really appreciate it now that, uh, especially Gregory now that he's starting school. I wish that my parents, uh, had, uh, been able to prepay for my college, but, uh, that's a whole other ball game. But I'm, I'm excited that we were able to do that for our kids. So he'll be able to take advantage of that. Yeah, yeah, hopefully he does. So, um, anyway, this kind of leads into what we're talking about today. Yes, it certainly does. All about reasonable compensation. Yes, reasonable compensation. And the question I get asked all the important is why, why is this so important? Yeah, why don't you start in the beginning? Why don't you explain what exactly is, uh, what is reasonable compensation? Well, in both a C corporation and an S corporation, you're dealing with some sort of reasonable compensation. Okay. Well, you, um, I, I know you hear uh, a lot. I, I hear you a lot um, discuss about how it's really important in an S corporation. So, um, is that something that maybe you can go into some detail on why reasonable compensation is so important, especially with regards to um, S corporations? Yeah, for an S corporation, you're dealing with a whole different set of rules. So basically, the reason why you became an S corporation was, you know, you file a tax return and after the tax return is filed, um, you basically, uh, you know, the profits and losses flow to you to be claimed on your personal tax return. The benefit to that is when it flows over to you, you don't pay self-employment tax, which is just basically Social Security and Medicare tax. So um, as a consequence, you have to compensate yourself reasonably. Okay. Well, I gotcha. I think that makes a little bit more sense. Um, I, I'm sure that uh, you'll be able to break it down further. We've got quite a few questions that are already starting to come on in. Um, I want to remind everybody that we are live on the air. So if you are out there and you have questions, you can give us a call. Um, I want to give everybody our call in number. It's one eight 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 go for it or one eight 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 four six three. 6748 and you can also email in your questions to info at taxavoidanceislegal.com and as Craig mentioned at the beginning of the show we realize a lot of folks are at work right now you may not want to um, have everyone in the office uh, hear you discussing something confidential so email is always a really great way to send in your questions and um, with that being said um, Craig you want to jump into the first questions or do you think we should break for a Let's yeah yeah let's take a break uh, real quick. I know this is early in the show. We just started, but I have a lot to cover, and I don't think it. I think it would go past our first break. So let's go ahead and go in for break right now. Okay. At Tax Crisis Center, LLC, we solve tax problems for a living. If you have a tax problem with the IRS, you've probably been inundated with postcards and letters from different tax resolution companies all over the country. Tax Crisis Center, LLC, is the country's premier tax resolution company. Unlike other tax resolution companies that will take your money and do nothing for you, once we are retained, we go to work. We get results for our clients and will handle your IRS problem professionally and expeditiously. Don't let the IRS push you around anymore. Give us a call at 1-855-IRS-2911. Email us at help at taxcrisiscenter.com or visit us on the web at www.taxcrisiscenter.com and let your voice be heard. 
CWS EAPA is a financial services company specializing in taxation and tax-related issues. Tax planning is a year-round activity. The biggest mistake that people make is thinking about taxes during tax time. When you have a complex tax situation, you need to plan for taxes on a year-round basis. Our specialty is mitigating our clients' tax obligations through careful tax planning. Tax avoidance is legal. Call us today at 1-844-CWS-EAPA or 1-844-297-3272. You can visit us on the web at cwseapa.com or email us at info at cwseapa.com. Put us to work for you today. Welcome back to Tax Avoidance is Legal on TalkZone.com. Here's Craig and Belsis Smalley. Welcome back to Tax Avoidance is Legal. Thanks for uh, tuning back in after our break. Today we are talking about reasonable compensation. I want to remind everyone that we can uh, take your calls. We are live on the air. You can call us at 1-888-GO-FOR-IT or 1-888-463-6748. And you can also email your questions to us at info at taxavoidanceislegal.com. And um, we've got quite a few questions to cover, so I'm just going to jump right in. Are you ready to tackle the first one, Craig? Absolutely. All right. Uh, okay, we have a question from Randy in Anover. Randy states that he has an S corporation and he has never taken a salary. Um, why hasn't the IRS said anything? Yet. They haven't said <laughs> anything yet. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to happen eventually. So the main reason why S corporations are audited is because um, people don't take reasonable compensation. So be very careful about that and talk to your accountant about reasonably compensating yourself. You're, you're just it, – it's a ticking time bomb, so it, it's not a matter of if they're ever going to talk to you about it. It's a matter of when. Yeah, and that that brings up a good point. Um, you're saying that uh, you know it's a it's it, it's a really big deal. Um, you think nothing's happened to Randy just because uh, the IRS just hasn't caught up with it yet, but eventually they will. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, in an S corporation, reasonable compensation must be paid to all shareholders that actively participate in an S corporation. So, in an S corporation. S corporation in order not to pay Social Security and Medicare tax, um, you would just never pay yourself a salary. However, in Revenue Ruling 74-44, the IRS established a position that dividends in S corporations arranged to pay out to two sole shareholders instead of paying reasonable compensation in the same amount constituted wages for which the corporation was liable for employment taxes. In addition to the revenue ruling, the IR, the Internal Revenue Service put out in 1974, and there's millions, millions of United States tax court cases that have held that what reason have ruled on what exactly reasonable compensation is. Um, I'm. It's kind of funny on my end. I'm hearing your voice so low and slow. It's it sounds hilarious. So I don't know if everybody else is hearing it like that, but your voice completely just switched out. It might be some kind of a um, mic issue. So that was pretty funny. Um, that kind of distracted me, Craig. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you perfectly now, but it was it was quite funny. It uh, sounded super slow and low and uh, very dragged out, but it looks like we were having some kind of a connection issue. So, um, oh, it's you, okay. Well, well, well. Can you repeat? Can you repeat the answer to that, just so um, yeah, everybody gets it? Yeah, basically in an S corporation, in order not to pay Social Security and Medicare tax, you would just never pay yourself a salary. However, in Revenue Ruling 74-44, the IRS established the position that dividends in an S corporation arranged to pay out of to two shareholders instead of paying reasonable compensation in the same amount 
constituted wages, which the corporation was liable for employment taxes. In addition to that revenue ruling, the Internal Revenue Service put out in 1974, many tax court cases have ruled what reasonable compensation is. So basically, reasonable compensation is an S, in an S corporation is what you be paid doing the same job anywhere else. Okay. Thank you so much for repeating that. It just, um, for some reason, there was kind of a connection glitch, and I wanted to make sure everybody captured that because it's sounded- that's okay. And 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 the only time, the only time you would never have to pay reasonable compensation out of an S corporation is if you never took any money. Well, you're in business to take money, so if you don't take money, then you know, then you never have to pay uh, reasonable compensation. Okay, and that's for the S-Corp. Um, what about a, a C-Corp? Is a C-Corp uh, immune to those rules? No, they're not. No, no, no. But it's completely different in in a C-Corporation. Now, let's review the rules here. C-Corporations pay tax, and they pay tax on their net profit. So um, basically what happens in a corporation, the rules on reasonable compensation uh, revolve around taking too much compensation in a C-Corporation. Isn't that out of whack, Bells? It sure is, yeah. <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah, well, the reason for that is the income in a C-corporation is taxed at the corporate level. When you take money out of the C-corporation, it is a gain on your personal tax return. So what people will like to do is they'll like to pay themselves a large, large compensation. But there's a problem with that. What's the problem? Well, there's something called excessive earnings and profits tax. So if you have these excessive earnings and profits and you never take out the earnings and the profits, you have an excessive earnings and profits tax. So you've got to take that out and you have to pay double taxation on it. Mm, Double taxation. That doesn't sound fun. No, it doesn't sound fun at all, but those are just the different rules that you're dealing with. And then also in a C corporation, you've got to be really, really careful because, you know, in order to get rid of profit, what people will do is pay these large, large compensation to themselves, like I said, and they'll avoid this whole um, having to take the money out again and be taxed twice. So you've got to be very, very, very careful in a C corporation. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one of the reasons why it's really important for folks to talk to a tax professional and, uh, you know, make sure that they know the rules between this uh, S and C corps and um, how to reasonably compensate themselves. I know with our clients, you make a point to meet with them um, every quarter and, and go over everything and make sure yes. that they are compensating themselves reasonably. Yes, every quarter, every single quarter I I talk to every one of the every one of our businesses and I make sure that they're reasonably compensating themselves. Those are the worst audits to go through, Bill. So it's reasonable compensation because if you don't come if you don't go to the IRS and tell them what reasonable compensation is or at least try to follow the rules, those audits are Horrible, horrible, because if you're not paying reasonable compensation, there's you have to pay the Social Security and the, Met, and the Medicare tax plus a 100 percent trust fund penalty for never even claiming it. So let's mm-hmm. say that your Social Security and Medicare tax was fifteen thousand dollars. There's another fifteen thousand dollar penalty added on top of it. And that's why you have to stay on top of this. Absolutely. Uh, that's quite scary. We uh, had a question here from Samantha in Harrisburg. And you may, it's kind of a little bit of a redundancy now that you kind of explained a little bit about S-Corps and C-Corps. So maybe you want to give her a you know, more simple uh, explanation. But she asks, <laughs> what, uh, Samantha asks, what is the difference between an S-Corp and a C-Corp? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. As corporations uh, don't pay tax, the profits and the losses flow to the shareholder to be claimed on the shareholder's personal tax return. The benefit to that is you only pay money on that one time. The other benefit to that is when it flows over to you, over to you, you don't pay. Um, 
self-employment tax, which is just Social Security and Medicare. Now, C-corporations, they pay tax. So um, whatever the net profit is, they pay tax on it. And if you take money out of the corporation, you pay tax again on your personal tax return. And that's known as double taxation. All right. We have a lot of questions, so I'm going to just keep on going down the line here. Don in Richmond wants to know, if you have a C corporation, can you just take dividends instead of compensation? Wouldn't that be nice? Well, you know, yes, you could if you wanted to. Yeah, you can just take uh, out of a C corporation. Yeah, you can just take dividends, but understand those dividends are taxed again. So Mm -hmm. a dividend is a distribution of profit. So that profit has been taxed once, and if you take it out again, you're going to pay tax again. So let me kind of kind of explain how that works. Let's say at the corporate level you paid 15%, okay? You you paid 15% on the comp- on whatever the company made. You go and you take the money out again, you pay 15% again. So, in effect, you paid 30% in tax. So, yeah, so why would you ever want to do that? Yeah, it doesn't really make sense for you to do it that no, way, John. No, 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 it doesn't. But there are times where you do have to do that, but this isn't one of the cases. Okay. Uh, why are uh, S-Corps and C-Corps treated differently uh, with regards to dividends? Can you explain that a little bit more for the audience? Um. Yeah, I will try to. I'll, I'll try to without getting technical. You know how I don't uh, don't, don't bore us now, Craig. Come yeah, on. yeah. I don't like to get technical, but um, if you have earnings and profits, you pay something called a dividend. So a dividend is paid by companies like AT and T. You know, your bigger corporations. They're paying dividends to you, and then you have to claim those dividends on your tax return. S-corporations pay distributions because they're not considered to have earnings and profits. So the distribution taken out of an S-corporation isn't taxable because, in theory, it is just you dispersing the profit to yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, I think, uh, why don't you give the the actual textbook definition of what reasonable compensation is for uh, S-corporations? I think uh, it might help a little bit because it's, it's kind I would, of, I, I hate to, I, I'm, I'm just imagining right now our audience is, uh, is tuning out right now, just blanks, blank uh, looks on their faces like, uh you know, drooling a little I would, bit. I would absolutely, I would absolutely love to give you the uh, the textbook definition of it, but there isn't one. Ah, there isn't okay. one. So yeah, so reasonable compensation is something that your accountant should really be coming up for you. So it it varies depend you know depending on the industry you're in. So for instance, a doctor would pay himself more reasonably than anybody else would. So um, it just depends on the industry. And, and and different things like that. Is it basically kind of what somebody in your industry would make uh, approximately? In that? Exactly. Yeah, it, it's basically what you would be paid doing the same job anywhere else. Okay, I think that, that would make sense for folks to know. Um, but the scary part is uh, that your accountant usually, you know, will come up with that figure. And if you've got somebody who's uh, not very reliable, then now uh, you could get yourself in trouble. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going back to that first question, um, you know, that was Ryan, I I believe. Um, Ryan, your accountant should have told you what reasonable compensation is. So I know that when I do a tax return for an S corporation and I see that there's no reasonable compensation taken out, Bell says, you've seen the letter that I sent to them. You're not reasonably compensating yourself. You have to start, um, you know, compensating yourself in, in, in a much better way. So it's very, very, very important that your accountant's on the same page. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, what I'm going to do is um, I think we should take a little break, see if you can reconnect your mic, Craig, because we keep uh, having some mic problems with your uh, end, um, and I want to make sure folks can uh, hear you clearly because we've got quite a lot more questions to tackle. So um, with that, we'll, we'll take a break, and we'll be back on Tax Avoidance is Legal in just a couple minutes.
Forming a corporation or LLC can separate personal assets from your business assets. No matter what state your business operates in, forming a corporation or LLC in Nevada, Delaware, or Florida has benefits. For example, forming a corporation in Nevada offers privacy and no corporate income tax. Forming a corporation in Delaware can give you the legal protection of the state of Delaware, which is business friendly. On top of the legal reasons to form a corporation, there are tax benefits as well. Give us a call today at 1-844-CWSEAPA or 1-844-297-3272 or email us at info at cwseapa.com. Come and see what you've been missing. Payroll can be a nightmare for a small business. When you have employees, you have to pay them periodically, pay the taxes associated with them, and file quarterly tax reports with the Internal Revenue Service and the state that your business operates in. Our payroll is seamless. It is done through a cloud-based system. All you do is put in what you are paying your employees and approve your payroll. We handle the rest. Our fees are lower than the national payroll companies, too. Call us today at 1-844-CWSEAPA or 1-844-297-3272 or visit us on the web at CWSEAPAPayrollService.com. At Albertus Business Services Incorporated, we view ourselves as your internal bookkeeping department and are always improving ways to leverage proven cloud technologies to streamline and improve the efficiency of our outsourced services. With an in-house bookkeeper, you would run the cost of about 45000 a year. But with our monthly services, it would be a fraction of that cost. Let us help you with the tedious, time-consuming side of your business so you can focus on growing your business. Call us today at one 695 6658 Our website is com or email com. Your success is our business. Now let's get back to Craig and Belsis Smalley for more of Tax Avoidance is Legal on TalkZone.com. Thank you so much for joining us back on Tax Avoidance is Legal. Today we've been discussing uh, reasonable compensation, and I do apologize. We were having some uh, little glitches here and there with Craig's mic, so hopefully we've got that all squared away during our break. And uh, we have a lot of questions uh, that we uh, have to tackle regarding reasonable compensation. If you uh, have a question that... Uh, you uh, have not sent in yet, you can email it to it, uh, to us. Uh, send in your questions to info at taxavoidanceslegal.com. You can also call in to us at 1-888-GO-FOR-IT or 1-888-463-6748, and we'll be happy to take your calls live on the air. Um, and, Craig, you were discussing um, a little bit about the differences between S-Corps and C-Corps, and then we discussed how um, basically reasonable compensation is uh, – what um, you would basically be making in that position if you were working for someone else. Um, so basically it sounds like the government just wants to make sure they get their Social Security and Medicare tax. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, I, I'm going to give you the little spiel that I give to clients all the time. So I'm 44 years old, and there's never a time in my life that I will ever see Social Security. However, it, what's funny is... Every year you can order your personal earnings benefit estimate statement from or, or PEBS from the Social Security Administration. So on the first page of that, it tells you that by the year 2030, Social Security, unless they do something about it, will be bankrupt. So for right now, right at this very moment, there are four people paying into Social Security for every one person that is getting benefits. Well, as we know, the baby boomers are getting older and there's less of us than there are of them. So here very shortly, there's going to be one person 
uh, paying Social Security benefits for every one person on Social Security, which is horrible. So it's something that I don't want to pay into Social Security at all. If I could avoid it, I would. But you have to pay yourself something reasonable. You have mm-hmm. to reasonably compensate yourself. And just like you said, it's what you would be paid doing the same job anywhere else. And that's typically what the courts go by. Now, I have a very, very funny tax court case that I want to just go over real quick if we have a moment. Um, sure. There well, was funny to an accountant. Uh, my um, this is my disclaimer to the audience. Funny to an accountant isn't always the same as to the rest of us. But go ahead, Craig. <laughs> no, well, 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 well. Here we go. Here's an accountant. Here's an accountant that was before the tax court, and he decided that he was going to pay himself $24,000 a year and disperse $250,000 to him as a dividend every year. So he does that, and he gets audited by the IRS. The IRS says, no, you're not reasonably compensating yourself. So he appeals it, and appeal says, well, no. So he wants his day in court. So he goes to tax court. And what do you think tax court says? Well, they say that he's not reasonably compensating himself. So they took $100,000 of what he was calling him, calling distributions and said, now that's reasonable compensation. So it's something that the courts are on top of. It's something that the IRS is on top of. And it's something that your accountant should be on top of. Every quarter, every quarter, I know that I'm in touch with my clients, my business clients, telling them, raise your salary, lower your salary, you know, different things like that so that they're reasonably compensating themselves. So it's something that either you or your accountant really, 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 really need to stay on top of. Yeah, I, I have noticed that uh, what you mentioned about the IRS is really uh, more on top of this. Um, why is it the opposite for uh, C-corporations? Well, in C-corporations, it doesn't really matter because the more money that you take out of a C-corporation, it lowers your profit, and that means that's the less tax you have to pay. But they have something called an accumulated earnings tax. So you have to pay tax on your accumulated earnings if they go over a certain amount of money. So it's very important that, um, you know, reasonable compensation is just a little bit different for C-corporations. Okay. I have been noticing that lately you've been recommending uh, more C-corporations lately than you used to. Uh, at one point, at one time, I know um, S-corporations seem to be more the way to go, and lately I've been noticing a lot more uh, C-corporations. Why is that? Well... The main reason for that is um, the highest corporate tax or the highest personal tax bracket today is 39.6. So a lot of the clients that we're dealing with lately are um, wealthier clients. And, you know, would you rather pay 39.6% or in a regular C corporation pay 35%? So um, that's mainly the reason why. And then you don't really run up against this whole reasonable compensation thing that you do with S corporations and also there's a lot of other things that you can get away with in a C corporation like French benefits and things like that that you can't get away with in an S corporation so S corporation used to be our go to I, I you know for many many years I always recommended S corporations but now it really just depends on income bell so it's it's just how low do we want to pay taxes and Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's better to be a C corporation than it is to be an S corporation. Absolutely. It's not like a one size fits all situation. No, 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 no. There used to be a time, there used to be a time very early in my career, I thought it was one size fits all, but it's not. It no longer is. Yeah. We have a question from Travis in uh, Greenville. He says that his accountant has said exactly the opposite about S-corporation uh, compensation that what you've said today, and he wants to know why. Hmm. 
I have no idea. I have no idea why your why your accountant would say that. There's yeah. there's there's so many so many different reasons why accountants give the advice that they did that they give. But um, yeah, reasonable compensation is um, in an S corporation is something that you've really, really, really got to pay attention to because the IRS does. And I just want to point something out on your corporate tax return. One of the first lines under deductions is compensation of officers. So they segregated out on the tax return and they're doing that for a reason because um, a few weeks ago we talked about diff scores, differentials. Mm-hmm. So they want to make sure that that number is within the realm of reasonable. And then also on an S corporation return, you have to report the amount that you've taken in distributions. And what they do is they compare those two numbers. And if those numbers numbers are out of whack. It may not happen this year. It may not happen the following year, but one year you will be examined for that. Yeah, and those uh, who may not have listened to our previous show where Craig uh, went into diff score, what he's referring to is basically a uh, scoring uh, system, um, you know, for lack of a better word, that the IRS uses in terms of figuring out kind of who uh, gets audited or not. And it's kind of a, a, a system that they use and there's uh Exactly. So I just wanted exactly. to clarify that. Um, we have a question from Marco in Marathon. He is concerned that he hasn't taken any dividends out of his C corporation since he started um, in business 10 years ago. Um, what would you recommend? Wow, that's a long time. Well, this is something that I, I talked about the accumulated earnings and profits tax. That's not something that would ever come up unless you were audited, but you should start taking a little bit out in, um, in dividends. And let me explain how dividends are taxed on your personal tax return. They are, um, they're taxed at 15%. So it's not the end of the world to take some of that out and your accountant should be telling you to do all of that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I just want to circle back to uh, Travis and Greenville. And I don't know if you agree with me on this, Greg, but, you know, if your accountant's saying something that doesn't quite jive with you, go ahead and get a second opinion. This is kind of, you know, it's kind of like people tend to do that with doctors, uh, you know, with their health. They'll get a first and second, third opinion. Um, your finances are just as important. And if uh, you go to an accountant, then you're not satisfied with what they're doing or the advice that they're giving you, uh, you know, don't be afraid to um, get another opinion, you know. No, 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 don't, don't, don't. I mean, because we're dealing with stuff that is very, very, very important. So, yeah, make sure you get those second third and maybe even a fourth opinion yeah and um you know i i know not everybody's like uh, like we are but i know we don't uh charge anything for consultations <clears throat> and questions and things like that uh and if you are running into somebody who wants to charge you for an initial consultation maybe you want to call around and, and find somebody who, who doesn't do that because uh you really should be able to kind of uh feel comfortable with your accountant and be able to have an open conversation, open dialogue with them, um, let them know everything that's going on in your, you know, in your situation so that they can give you the best advice because, um, I see, we see people all the time come to us and their, you know, their accountant gave them bad advice and they weren't sure about it. They had their suspicions, but they decided to blindly, you know, trust them and, uh, and then it ends up where they're the ones who are, end up in trouble. So I hate to see that happen to Travis or anybody else that's out there listening. So. Absolutely. Always feel free to get that second, third opinion. And if it's somebody you've been with for a very long time, but all of a sudden you're not getting the service that you used to get, uh, we hear that a lot as well. Uh, Sometimes uh, folks in our industry, unfortunately, not to throw anybody under the bus, um, because I know and we know exactly uh, we're there right there with them. We know the challenges that you face in this industry, but sometimes you get busy if uh, somebody has taken on too many clients and they can't give you the service they used to give you before and you're not satisfied, feel free to, you know, look around. You may find that uh, you need to switch to somebody who's willing to, to give you that advice and those consultations. Like, like Craig mentioned, every quarter we make sure to talk to our clients and reanalyze their situation because things change and you should be able to communicate that with your accountant. Absolutely. I, I agree 100%. Yes. 
Okay, we got another question. Sorry to get, I'll get off my soapbox now, but I <laughs> just wanted to, wanted to stress that. Um, Scott in French Lick states that his income is sporadic. How can he possibly pay himself a steady salary? And we get that a lot, uh, that question a lot, don't we, Craig? Yeah, everybody's uh, income in business goes up and down, so it's called riding the wave. So what your accountant should do is they should get your information at least once a month or you know once a quarter, and they should know what the waves are in your business. So when the money is there, that's when you pay yourself um, the higher compensation, and when the money isn't there, you don't. So um, every business is cyclical, so... Um, yeah, so that's, so I don't want you to think that I'm saying, you know, salary, you must absolutely pay yourself this every single week because in the real world, it doesn't work that way. So, um, be very careful of that and, and you just pay the money when it's there. Yeah, absolutely. And I know we use, we use ourselves uh, as an example all the time in that scenario and that we're in an industry where, um, although we are very fortunate that we stay busy year round because we are very diversified in what we do and we offer a lot of different services. Uh, but, um, you know, some accountant, accounting practices, for instance, out there are busiest at January through what would you say, Craig, May or mid April? Um, yes. during, during tax season, obviously, you would get busier, and uh, if you're an officer of uh, you know that type of a corporation, then maybe you would take a higher salary during that time period when you're busiest, and then the rest of the year you could taper down your salary. And uh, exactly, that's uh, I know that's an example Craig uses all the time, and that's where um, what I was mentioning earlier comes into play, where having that open dialogue with your accountant and um, making them aware of your your cycles, basically, and how the income flows for you so that they can give you their best advice on how to adjust your, your salary. That's absolutely correct, 100%. 100%. We have uh, Doug in Tampa who says that uh, he got an audit notice for his S-Corporation, and the auditor is really interested in what he has paid himself for the year. Why is that? Well, it sounds like you didn't uh, reasonably compensate yourself, and he wants to know um, all the different uh, ways that you've taken money out of the business. This is uh, this is very common. This is what I've been talking about all day. Um, you know, the uh, the auditors they um, when you get an audit notice, the auditor will hit on you know one or two um, different things, and um, you've got to be very careful about that. So he's probably very interested. And also, also, I want to let you know, Doug, that you have the right. You have the absolute right, the absolute right to representation. So don't go at this audit alone. In these audits, these audits, they are trained to get you to say stuff that you're not supposed to say or want to say. Have an accountant do this for you. Have somebody that's licensed, an enrolled agent, a CPA, an attorney. Do not tackle an audit yourself ever, 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 ever. Yeah, absolutely. We have a few more questions uh, that uh, we need to tackle, but uh, before we do that, I think we should take our uh, final break for today. And um, just want to remind everybody that we do have a call-in number, one eight 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 go for it or one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight, and you can also um, send in your questions via email to info at taxavoidanceslegal.com. And um, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back to uh, take the rest of our questions and wrap up today's show on reason compensation. Craig Smalley is the author of 12 books regarding taxation. Two of his books have been revised this year. It starts with an idea revised edition takes you through the startup of a company. It talks about taxes, entity structuring, the IRS, and so much more. The Complete Guide to Estate, Gifts, and Trust Taxation Revised Edition is about how to navigate the complex estate tax. Both books have just been released by CWSEAPA Publishing, LLC, and are on sale now at Amazon.com. If you are a business that has outgrown your accountant but are not big enough for one of the big four accounting firms, CWSEAPA Consulting may be perfect for you. 
We specialize in tax consulting for small to medium-sized businesses. We can advise you on whether it is time to start a holding company or management company to mitigate your tax liability. We can advise you on whether it is a good time to expand your business, hire employees, buy equipment, or lease equipment. There are different tax reasons to do different things. Let our over 22 years of experience work for you. Call us today at 1-844-CWSEAPA or 1-844-297-3272. You can email us at info at cwseapa.com or visit us on the web at cwseapa.com. We're doing something amazing and we want you to be a part of it. With so many choices when looking for quality investment advice, you owe it to yourself to seek a professional who has your best interests at heart. At J.B. Meridian Advisors, we don't sell products that generate commissions or have hidden fees. Client assets are never locked up in illiquid investments that could take months or years to access, or worse, charge a penalty to sell in an emergency. Our simple structure aligns the interests of our clients with our interests by charging a flat fee based on the assets we manage. As your portfolio value increases, our firm grows. Call J.B. Meridian Advisors now at 877-398-0051 or visit us online at jbmeridian.com. Now, let's get back to Craig and Dulcis Smalley for more of Tax Avoidance is Legal on TalkZone.com. Thank you so much, folks, for joining us back after our break on Tax Avoidance is Legal. Today, we've been uh, discussing the topic of uh, reasonable compensation. Uh, we get a lot of questions on reasonable compensation um, in our business because uh, we have a lot of folks who are, you know, S-Corps and C-Corps and don't really know um, what to do when it comes time to pay themselves a salary. So, um, as I mentioned earlier, we make sure to meet with our clients every quarter and go over in detail um, how their their being an S corp or C corp affects their reasonable compensation and what they should be paying themselves and uh we've had quite a few questions and we have a couple more Craig um we have Timothy in Orlando who wants to know uh will enforcement on the IRS side go down now that Congress wants to slash the IRS's budget you know that's a very very good question and you would think so but no they have just uh I, the uh congress has slashed the IRS's budget now for the third year in a row but they're also hiring 700 additional enforcement officers so no it is not going down on the enforcement side but i do want to let you know i've been doing this for 22 years and just so you know the IRS will slash budgets and then they will increase it three to four to five times more than what they're asking for. So this is temporary. This isn't something that um, will go on for a long period of time. So on the enforcement end, they will increase that. They will not. Um, they, this won't go on forever. Yeah, we see that all the time, don't we, Craig, with the IRS yes. the budget? Um, yes, yes. I mean, it happens all the time, um, and, and it does affect the IRS in terms of especially their responsiveness. Uh, you'll notice when you call the IRS, you, you can tell when their budget's been sliced because uh, all of a sudden you cannot get an IRS uh, agent on the line to save your, or, your soul. <laughs> or, what's, or what's worse, you'll be on hold for two hours, and they do something called a courtesy disconnect where they just disconnect you, and uh. those, that's always fun. So I try to get out of calling the IRS as much. I possibly can. Yeah, it's 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 a nightmare sometimes calling them, but if you have to, you're probably better off doing it early in the morning. Yes, <laughs> that's what we absolutely. Want. Yes. Um, well, um, I, I'm going to check and see. I think we have a couple more questions that have come in. Um, what? Uh, let's see here. We do have a question here that's pretty interesting. Um, what happens when um, you get audited? for not compensating yourself um, properly. Is, is there a particular audit notice that you get or uh, have a, a client, uh, or it says here, 
Um, they're not a client of ours, but they are concerned that they're going to be audited for not reasonably compensating themselves, and they don't know what to expect next. Are, is the IRS going to be sending them a notice of some kind? Yeah, at some point they will. Whether that happens today, tomorrow, next year, three years from now, eventually they will. And um, they'll just send you something called an information document request, which, which uh, is uh, which we refer to as an IDR. And on the IDR, it'll basically tell you what they want to see, why you're being audited for the most part, and um, you take it from there. So if it's about reasonable compensation, they'll want to know about checks you may paid that that you made payable to yourself they'll want to know about um your payroll they'll want to know about all kinds of different things mm, okay so it sounds like uh, he, they should kind of maybe get ready for uh all those potential things to come down the line yeah 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 bells but i'm gonna tell you i've been in business for 22 years if i had a nickel every time i thought a return was going to be audited or something was going to happen i'd have a lot of nickels so um i can't you know, I can't predict that it's going to happen, but I do know that it does happen, and it does happen rather frequently. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we have a final question for the day. Gregory in Orlando wants to know why you're favoring the Cavaliers over the Warriors in the finals. Uh-oh. Ah, Gregory. Yeah, I can't believe I, I, I got to be honest here. I'm going to have to side with Gregory. I cannot believe that you are favoring the Cavaliers over the Warriors in the finals. Well, this is a long story, but I saw a, uh, ESPN has these 30s for 30s. I saw a, uh, a show called Believe Land, which was basically talking about all the failed, uh, uh, um, Cleveland teams that have almost made it and haven't won a championship. They haven't won a championship there for years and years and years. And I don't like LeBron James. I don't like the whole, you know, you know, stuff like that. So, um, you know, to be honest with you, I just want to see Cleveland win it. I'm just, you know, so all my people in Cleveland call me. I'm, uh, I'm on your side this time, which, which Gregory hates. Gregory's my son. He hates it. He and I argue about it we fight about it but i would really like to see cleveland do something this year yeah well i gotta be honest i'm gonna have to take gregory's side on this i uh definitely not a fan of lebron and his uh as he likes to call him talents uh yeah i was was perfectly fine when he came and brought his talents to south florida and also left south florida with his talents so let's see how far his talents can get him uh during the finals (laughs) yeah well we'll see I think he may have uh, may have come back to Cleveland a bit too late to bring that win with him. Sorry, Cleveland. I'm so sorry. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll don't see. Up, don't upset our people in Cleveland, though. All right, I won't. Nothing against Cleveland. It's it's a personal thing I have against LeBron. So, LeBron, if you're listening, which I highly doubt, <laughs> I'm not your number one fan. Uh, but I know that uh, Gregory definitely is a, a Steph Curry fan, and I'm, <laughs> I'm more and more liking Steph Curry, so... Uh, gonna have to take a side on that. But anyway, I'm gonna say that this is gonna have to conclude today's show. If we didn't get your emailed questions on the air, we will email you back. Uh, we always make sure to answer all the questions that come in. Remember to visit us uh, on our website at www.taxavoidanceislegal.com and email your questions through the week to info at taxavoidanceislegal.com. And please tune in next week when we will talk about a subject that is uh, basically the title of our show, Tax Avoidance is Legal. Um, what's that? show going to be about craig you got a little sneak peek for folks oh yeah 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 so basically yeah there was a supreme court case years ago years ago that uh talked about tax avoidance being legal so we're going to talk about that a little bit and how tax avoidance is legal Okay. All right. Well, that that was a way of not really explaining a whole lot, but okay. Well, no, no, no. It, it, it's a teaser. It's a teaser. You have to tune in next week and listen. That's fine. Hopefully, it'll be a little more exciting than today's show. But this show is sponsored by Tax Practice Center, LLC, and CWSEAPA, LLP. CWSEAPA is a nationally recognized brand of accounting, tax, and financial services. And you can always reach us at 844-CWSEAPA or 844-297-3272. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we look forward to next week's show. Absolutely. Take care. Have a good weekend, guys. 